Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. It's that time of year again. Time to show dad you can put more than 10 seconds of thought into his Father's Day gift. Come on. You can definitely do better than mugs or drugstore cologne that smells like 1987. You know what dad wants? Clothes that let him show off that dad bod he's been working on all winter. <laughs> That's right. He wants something from the perfect gene. Look. You know how much we love the perfect jean here at Better Let Me Tell You, and your dad will too. Not only do they have their classic quality jeans, shorts, and shirts, which let your dad actually move, thanks to their patent-pending stretch process, which, okay, we don't really know if it's patent-pending, but it sounds totally cool. Now they even have jeans made from sustainable, recycled materials, because dad always taught you never to let anything go to waste. You know what else dad taught you? To always get the best price. So use promo code TELL. 20, that's T-E-L-L 20 at theperfectgene.nyc for 20% off your first order. That's right. Tell 20 gets you 20% off all their items. So this Father's Day, those boring khakis and show your dad he can look and feel good in a pair of jeans thanks to the perfect jean. And don't forget to use code TELL20 for 20% off your order. Hell, might even make you his favorite kid. Hey everyone, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season 5 of Pero Let Me Tell You. Oye, que pasó? that we are gonna be one of the host cities for the world cup you took the words right out of my mouth i was gonna bring it up in the course of the show do we yo <laughs> I, I, I. well with that that's note, a great intro <laughs> welcome to episode 
two. I'm gonna go with two oh eight. Two oh eight. Yes, I was in two thousand eight. That's wow. <laughs> no, you're you're two thousand late. It's, yeah. <laughs> You're 2008. <laughs> no, you're 2000 late. I'm so 2008. Yeah. I've got that boom, boom, Pow. boom. That's We miss a black eyed piece. But we anyway, do. welcome everybody to episode 208 of Pero Let Me Tell You. How is everybody? Happy Friday. Everybody's good. It's it's a Friday, so who's upset about Friday? It's a Friday, and for a lot of us, it's a long weekend. That is true. That because is true. Juneteenth, Juneteenth is uh, celebrated on Monday. Yep. Um. So happy Juneteenth. To our listeners, yep. To those um, and um, it's Father's Day also this weekend. Yes, happy Father's Day to you, to me, merci. <laughs> um, so it's also Pimpampoyo on Pimpampoyo Saturday. Pimpampoyo on Saturday. A lot so, going I mean, on this weekend. A lot this weekend. A lot yeah, this yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. So hope everybody's having a, a good week and a good day. And and we we got through another week. We did get through another yeah, week. Yeah. It's just funny you said about the Black Eyed Peas because literally today at the gym I was with my trainer and they started playing Usher's Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were playing yeah. And he was like, you know, oh man, this song is great. Like, you know, those old school jams are the best. And I was like, oh. Yeah. And so, he, but then he was like, yeah, but you know, at least your music is good. Like, what have I got? You know? And I was like, you know what? That was a nice recovery. Thank you. Th- thank you for. Oh, he's 25, going to be 26 oh, this year. He's a little boy. Yes. He has the same birthday as Madonna, a um, couple years difference but, but, well, <laughs> well but he's old enough for her to be her boyfriend this is true so, he, might, he might be almost too old right because yeah. he's already mid late 20s <laughs> right, right 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 so um yeah wow it's so funny because like i think about when i was actually yesterday was you know a good a good reference to that because we were hanging out with some people and while well, you mm-hmm. were there <laughs> and i was talking to a friend of mine who yeah. who, was, who was 20 she's 25 26 okay so about the same age as right. my trainer right. right and i was and i was saying something along the lines of like i feel a lot of people that are 25 26 don't know music from like the early 90s right That's fair right it but starts then, with like backstreet but, boys but then but then i say something along the lines of like i remember when i was in high school i knew music and we've said this before from like the 70s the 70s we knew music from the 60s yeah and like i knew and this 50s music even i mean like i i, I knew this yeah. music so it's i don't know that, that we say that all the time like i feel that maybe it's a i don't know i don't know what it is that i feel that a lot of times younger people like now like they only stick to what they know what's contemporary um but i think it also has to do with just what we said many times which is everything is at our fingertips but we because of that there's a lack of search if you will mm-hmm. you know like whereas you know growing up first of all the oldie station played things from the 50s so 50s and 60s so just by virtue of that you know you you would hear these things or at least i would in my parents car um but you also learned to appreciate things because there wasn't so much of everything it felt like and you kind of had to search it out and you know when you found a cd you owned that cd you didn't you didn't have a one month subscription where you could access everything i'm telling you i've said we're gonna sound like we've said we've said this before in 208 episodes, I know we've said this before. One of the greatest feelings in my mm-hmm. teenage years, yep. especially my high school years. One of, you know, your, your high school years has many lows, but then it has highs. Right. One of the greatest moments of my teenage years was getting home from school and seeing the box from Columbia House 
like ahí in the table. And my grandmother would be sitting in the table. And then, you know, the mail, la correspondencia would be on the table. And I'm like, that's my Columbia Box house. Yes. <laughs> you know? And it would have like 10 CDs. For a dollar. For a penny, a penny sometimes. Penny, yeah. And I, that was like the greatest feeling, like going through those CDs. Because back then, and I'm sure this happened to you and it happened to a lot of... You know, it would be great if those... If, because you know nobody ever paid for those subscriptions if that shit was showing up on your bankruptcies. Right. <laughs> you owe Columbia House. I don't think Columbia House even like collected against people. No, BMG. Um, but um, it was... It, I mean, I'm sure it happened to you and it happened to maybe a lot of our listeners that are more or less our age or in their 30s that like, you know, you would do these orders, right? And you would forget about it. Oh, yeah. You would send them the little card and like... That would leave. Oh, yeah. The moment I put that in the postmail, that was out of my mind. Cuando llega, llegó. So then, you know, I don't know, three, four weeks later, a month later, right? Like, it would be, you, know, you would get home from school, and it would be like, oh, my God. I remember opening it, and it was kind of like when in movies or shows, they open a treasure box that, like, the, your the glow, face, the glow, <laughs> and the, the little music. It was sort of like that. <laughs> And then, like, looking through the CDs and, like, opening them all up. Because, again, you'd forgotten the, what the hell was the coming. pictures and all that. And oh, being like, oh, CD God, booklets, what am, what am yes. I going to play first? Like, that was the best feeling. That was, like, was. the greatest thing. It was. And then I always felt Columbia House was better because Columbia House, when you would get that darn, you know, um, featured selection of the month that oh, you yeah. never canceled, yeah. Columbia House had the regular UPC. Oh, that's true. So you could, so you could go the, return yeah. it at the store and be like, yeah, I got this for my birthday. Yeah, that's how, so. I, that's how I wound up with an Ana Gabriel CD. <laughs> but BMG used to say it didn't have a, a code. It was like not for resale it, it would or said, whatever. Manufactured by BMG LTD USA. <laughs> not for resale. And I'd be like, Stupid damn BMG. it. <laughs> and even worse, you couldn't even take it to like the used CDs. Right. You know, after the fact. Right, right. But oh no, but I had both. I had Columbia House and BMG. Oh, you and had then, both? Yeah, well, of course I had both. And then how do you think I ended up with over 2,000 CDs? I don't question how things happen. Right. That was like, th you know, that's one of those things that like, I say this all the time. And it's not to sound like a grumpy old man. Like, things were better in, in, in my, my day. day. In my day, things were better. Yes, of course. Things are more, are, technology is a game changer. Right. But I do think there are certain things that we had. We've lost an appreciation for. No, but in, specifically to our age group mm -hmm. that we had that, you know what? I don't think it's better now. I don't think that digital music is better than a tangible piece of music. The, I the don't. The only benefit with digital music is, well, I mean, look, it's the portability, obviously. Yeah. Um, but you know what? We also had that when we were building our little playlists, you know, yes. to upload to our to, to our to iPhones. I love. I mean, I got in like many people. I got an iPod in like 2003. You know, do you? I mean, no, I don't know if I did it around you. Importing my music library from my CDs, you know, up to the cloud for I could so I could use them on right. on iTunes. Like that that took me a year. Uh, like did, did, years. You take, did you just take days off from work? <laughs> that because me like, I mean that's a full time job. Yes, that yeah. took me a while, right? But again, having that CD and looking at the lyrics and looking at the pictures, like I remember, I'd be so disappointed when I would buy a, a CD and then it had no pictures inside. It was like the cover and the back and nothing right. else. You know, like that was the worst. That was the worst. Mm. I'm a little sad. Do you remember what CD you and I went to get together? Well, I mean. No, but I remember one. There's a lot of CDs I remember, you and I got together. No, but I remember one in specific that you and I went to get together. We went to the tracks in Town and Country. The tracks or the blockbuster yeah. video? No, nope, the tracks in Town and Country. I Tra don't remember. Paul Abdul head over heels. Oh, 
I still have it. I still have it too. Well, I haven't gotten a single. I have not gotten rid of not a single of my CDs, and I never will. That thing is going with me to the retirement home. Like I'm never Ooh, getting rid gonna of my like, CDs. Like, you're gonna be like the the Egyptian pharaohs, bury yeah. them. With and you. it's funny because not too long ago, my mom's like, "I better back it and I'm like, "Hello, like who are you speaking to?" Like I don't even understand the question, lady. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm gonna need you to calm yeah. down. And you know what I love looking back at like singles. Mm-hmm. And, and reading the back and saying, I still love this. Taken from the forthcoming LP. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> also, no longer B-sides. No longer B-sides. That just doesn't exist, even as a concept. B-side. This is a song about you know summertime. How else would cool we have ever summer, learned about Autumn Goodbye? And this feeling goes on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and this feeling. Well, you got to be a Janet Jackson fan to know that one. That, it, that was the best. Y como te digo... Nobody can convince me that 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 yes, there are certain advantages to digital music. Of like course, of course. you know, like I'm in my car and I press Accessibility. I press a button and I'm like, play whatever song comes out of my and head. It's usually and it's there. there. And it it is there. Yeah. It is there. Um even like European tracks. Yeah, Spotify's gotten much better about that too. You know what I actually played the other day? Because so in my car in the uh, the Tesla uh-huh. And I'm not doing to name drop Tesla. I'm just <laughs> but doing that's it. The car. I'm just doing it because Tesla, because it's all techy. I have that's a right. lot of different options. Right. So I have, I have um, Spotify. Okay. I have my music library, and then I have like Tesla's version of like Spotify and Pandora. Okay, like right? their own. Platform. Right. They have their own streaming platform network. Okay. Right. So I was like, hmm, play. A, a Night and Day by Billy Piper. It had it? it? Not only did it have it, but it had like it, three it versions, versions of it. Of it. Yeah. The I single version. I love the day. I love the night. Yes, because the single version is different than the album version. It, oh, it had all of them. Oh. <laughs> it even had a remix, like a Tiesto remix. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's probably from her greatest hit. <laughs> so I was like, man. And it was like really random. It was like really... Well, wouldn't it be random? Remember when I thought Billy Piper had something against me? Why? Because every time that I would go to a Comic Con that she was supposed to go to, she would cancel. I wasn't going to see her, but I felt like, you know, she's like, she's always canceling on all the Comic Cons. You know that, that I go Billy to. Piper? I don't know, to, to, to our listeners who are like, who, who the, the fuck, fuck is, is Billy Piper? Piper? So Billy Piper, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, who is Billy Piper? So Billy Piper was this like pop, like, the British answer to Britney Spears, essentially. I mean, it's, I, I'm not. It's, it's the it's the closest analog that. Okay, so in the late '90s, when all these like you know blonde blonde pop uh, girls pop girls yeah. came out in England, in the UK, and in Europe, mm-hmm. they kind of their version was Billy, Billy Piper, Piper, and who at the time had no last name. It was just Billy. She was just Billy at first, yeah. Okay, yeah, um, and she's one of those people that like I really like her. Yeah, I like her. I, 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 her have, song, you seen, have you seen her acting? Well, I'm, I'm oh, going okay, with that. Okay, okay. I, I like her. Like, okay. uh, you know, her songs were whatever your little they're whatever. pop they're songs fun, from yeah. that time. There right. weren't anything special. Um, but I always thought she was really pretty mm. because she was like set, 16, 17 when she yeah, came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought she was really pretty and cute and I really liked her. But she, again, she's one of those people that like, for me at least, right. I like her. And anything she does, I'm going to... Go check it, it out. Yeah. So that's how I got into Doctor Who. <laughs> 
Because think about it, is Doctor Who really the type of show not I would watch? Not even a little bit. Yeah, Doctor Who's not, not even a little bit. It's not in my trajectory. Nope. But I really got into Doctor Who. But you were all about and Rose. I freaking want a TARDIS. Like I have a TARDIS in my office. Like a little TARDIS. Right? Because I freaking and then once she Put nah, me, right, 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 right. Because then I started learning about Doctor Who, and then the thought that there's different doctors, like that kind of blew my mind. Right. And Doctor Who, obviously, it's a great show. Yeah. That's why it's been around it's for about like 40 years, yeah. you know, 500 years. Right. But I loved her. And then I freaking started watching con uh, Confessions of a Call Girl. That was so good. Right. And then I started watching was... Pennywise. In, no, no, in, 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 Penny no, Dreadful, Penny Dreadful. Yes. Penny Dreadful, which yes. again, that's kind of not. It's not a you thing. Yeah. No. But I freaking love Billy Piper. So for those of you who still don't know who Billy Piper is, look up Billy Google Did you Billy see Piper. her last uh, her last show I think it was on is it on Netflix or Amazon I don't know where the hell it was I'm or, sure there's no other American podcast talking about Billy, Billy Piper, Piper yeah this week. definitely not one out of Miami if nothing else that is your learn yes. section of the day Yes, yeah, so. go, go seek out the Billy Piper of it all <laughs> so bueno back to what we were talking about when we first opened so we are going to be one of the host cities for 2026. 16 cities across three countries. Well, I don't understand the logistics of it. Well, it's funny because, <laughs> to quote Billy Corbin, Mayor Potalita. I, I swear to God, I thought you were going to say to quote Billy Piper. But I was like, <laughs> no, no, another Billy, to quote Billy Corbin, Mayor Potalita yeah. today on Twitter was like, oh, you know, a dream has come true for Miami, for our culture, blah, blah, blah. And it made it sound like if the Olympics were coming to Miami, right? <laughs> right. And it's like, hold on. World Cup is a big deal. It is but... a big deal, but but it like it sounded like we were awarded the World Cup. And as I tell people, you have to remember that the World Cup, unlike the Olympics, which is awarded to a city, the World Cup is a vote, uh, awarded to a country. Right. Right. So that's why they have different venues throughout whatever country it is. It does. It's not for a city, though. Here it was. Uh, it's a trifecta. It's Canada, the U.S. They're like, I just North America. North <laughs> just here you go. Just take figure it. it out. Figure it out. But it seems like a logistical nightmare. I'm not gonna lie. Well, it isn't. It isn't just with travel. I'm well, well, of... well, but it isn't. It isn't because the World Cup is unlike the Olympics. That well, there's it, multiple it, games all the same. Right? right, and and the Olympics, it's kind of like there's an Olympic village. So then everything. Stems yeah, it's, from it, there. It, it's not centralized, but I even still, I thought that most of the World Cups, even though it's awarded to a country. I always feel like it's consolidated into like maybe a handful of cities in a in a specific because sixteen seems like a lot. Yeah, I don't know if sixteen is the most, but I know it's. I, I know that in the past it was, you know, it's not just it's, like in Rio right. or just in Athens right. or okay. right, right, um, or in Paris, right, or places actually taking place. Yes, <laughs> I'm just naming. Ale, ale. Go go go! I, I, I hope they get a good you know person to do the theme. Has there really been a famous... Well, no, that's not true. I was saying Shakira. Shakira duh. Yeah. Um, Black Eyed Peas did one, too. Yeah. I'm just saying they Tony did Tony Braxton it. did one. That's true. So did Anastasia. Right. Those didn't go anywhere. No. But, I mean, Ricky Martin's was, like, another level yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And then Shakira's as well. Yeah. But Ricky... I mean, I like Ricky's Shakira's and like, I love Shakira, but La Copa de la Vida is Ricky's a great is iconic. Song. Yeah. It, it, but it's, it's a great song. Yeah. It's a great song, but it's also cemented in the iconography of music by the Grammy right. performance. And then also, like, Ricky Martin's The Cup of Life uh, was also kind of at a moment where he was, like, his star power was, like, already on the way up. 
And, right, it was so, the trajectory. Right, yeah. so it was like at the perfect time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because uh, you know that song didn't make him a superstar, but he was like on his way already from so, yeah, to being a superstar from yeah. like Maria and all that a couple of years right, right, right. before. So, well, no, I mean, I imagine here will be a Hard Rock Stadium, <laughs> a Joe Robbie Stadium. Joe Robbie. You know, <laughs> I just hope that the theme's not like Halsey. <laughs> I don't think so because it's kind of it has to be celebratory. Oh, that's true. So I just hired the okay, Estefans. Okay, so, so then it's not going to be Lana Del Rey. Hire, hire <laughs> the Estefans. Can you imagine? They'll come up with something, you know. Can you imagine the, the uh, of that World Cup song by Lana Del Rey? Oh. I could just imagine. Hit the so- ball. No, no, no. It'll be like, soccer. <laughs> but really, it's football. <laughs> These things get me so confused, but at the World Cup we choose a winner. Oh, this is great! This is- let's go out to dinner and talk about your bets because I know I bet that my best is not second yet. This is kind of wonderful and. The saddest part is I can almost see her being like, well, I've got the first stanza done. Like, thank you, Darian Borges. But in the rest of the world is football. God, that's why I love you. You know, you don't like Delana Del Rey, right? I think she's talented, but I, like if you, I, I just I can't listen to her, an album. I, I, there's a handful of songs of hers that I like, but can they all sound the same? Okay, it's not that they all sound the same, but they do sound the same, but they don't sound the same. Like they don't sound the same musically. <laughs> is this okay? Is they this don't a sound, riddle. They don't. <laughs> they don't sound the same musically, but thematically, they're all the same. Right. They're, they're, right. They're, they're all just here. Right. So you're just like tiene el mundo arriba. Listen, if your music can cause Fiona Apple to ask you to lighten up, yeah. then I think it's a little much. No, Fiona Apple is like freaking... <laughs> Fiona Apple's Britney Spears Britney, next yeah, to Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey, yeah. <laughs> Oye, going back to, which I wanted to bring this up, and um, and I was going to when we were talking about Columbia House and the 90s mm-hmm. and all that. Did you see what finally died this week? Internet Explorer. I didn't even know it was still around. It was. 1995 through 2022, it officially went offline this week. Oh, and I still have it on my computer. Of course in, you do. In fact, it's uh, well, no, because this is a Chromecast. <laughs> but on my computer, <laughs> Not this one. On my computer, the I still one, have the, the icon. One, the other one. It it gives me the fuzzies. It's Internet Explorer. Wow. And what was the decision to? Well, because the thing is that with Windows product, it's a Windows product. Right. Windows had come out with a different browser years ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, called Microsoft Edge. Yeah. Um. So Windows products eventually they have to stop support of it. Okay. So they did, um, and it, I think it's funny that Internet Explorer got so much hate in the you know for some time. Yeah. But for a while, it's all it was that or Netscape Navigator. Oh man, now there's something that's no longer around. <laughs> there, there's something wow. you hadn't thought about in a while. Criminy, I have not thought about Netscape. Netscape <laughs> Navigator, <now>. yeah. <laughs> remember that? Do you remember where their little icon symbol was? Wait, Netscape, Netscape. Was it, they were, the N, right? It was a light. Yes, but it was a lighthouse. Oh, okay. And then when you would search the lighthouse, would, would, would the light would go around. Yeah. Do you remember, because I did, when I thought the internet was AOL. 
I don't know if I, th- I like. I, I just genuinely don't remember if I thought I got AOL in. 1994, 1990, no, 1994. Floppy or CD? Floppy. Yeah, when it was, you know, 100 free hours. 100 free I remember that it was like five hours. And then it yeah. was, I remember there was a point that it went up to like a thousand hours. It was like, just use it. That I was like, oh, they're going to pay me to use AOL. Like, like it just got out of control at a, like a certain point, right? <laughs> but I remember that when you know you would log on AOL, you got mail. Um, that th- the screen would pop out with like uh, different things, like food, culture. Yeah, it was music. like a homepage. Right. It was a homepage. Home right. Yeah. I thought that was the internet. Oh, I didn't realize okay. for a for a minute that AOL had a built-in browser where you could put www.whateverpage.com <laughs> and set that as your and go to the internet. I thought, okay, I mean, oh. I was like 16 and it was like the beginning of the internet. No, 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 so, no, no, you know. no, 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 no. I didn't know that's what you meant. Is what I'm right. saying. Oh, you yeah. thought that literally that, that was, the, was internet. the internet, right? Because. AOL had everything that you could do on the internet. I mean, you, you could look up stuff. It had like an encyclopedia section. You could had a search message. bar. I mean, yes, instant messaging. That was like yes, that that aim. Yeah, the little running man. Oh, I still have my AOL address. Do you? Yeah, dborgis19 at aol.com. I mean, I'm sure mine is out there. I just don't. I still have my D. That that to me is that that is like my parents' phone number. That is the essence of who I. Am. Like, I have like, told you. I have told you why your parents can never get rid of their phone number. Because it's the only one you know. It is the only other phone number I know that if something, God forbid, happens and my parents don't pick up, your parents are going to have to step in. Yeah. My parents, uh, like a year or two ago, yeah, they were like, "Oh, we don't need the landline." Right. Blah 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 blah. My, you know, we get all the calls from my dad's number, and I'm like, "Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> You're not really getting rid of that landline. If you want, I'll pay for it." But we are not getting rid of the like until like, this house this is demolished. Is not up for discussion, right? I, I'm 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 going to El Mahaya with that number, right? Because I'm keeping that number. Eventually, that number is going to go to me. Like you're going to inherit you're gonna that put, number. I'm going to inherit. Oh, you, you bet put I put it am. in the will. Well, the, well, I already have inherited the number. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because my parent my so my parents decided to get rid of the landline. Right, and I said, you know what. Mom, I'll get you a cell phone. And then since I have, you know, I've had T-Mobile for about 50 years. Like, my plan doesn't even exist in T-Mobile anymore. <laughs> you were you were the second customer. The first was Catherine I could, Jones. I could literally, I could literally add on a, a line for like 10 cents. Like, right? we should all just be on your plan at this yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> I've told you that whenever I call T-Mobile and I speak to a rep, they're like, give me a minute. Because they don't know how to navigate through my plan. Because my plan doesn't exist anymore. We should hold like a contest where somebody can win to yeah. be on your plan. Yeah. <laughs> and then the problem is because now they have like a, a wide data. Like all the the right. all the phones have unlimited data. Yeah. But then you're, it's higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, more course. expensive right, right. because everybody new, has plan, unlimited right. data. And for me, that doesn't work because... My father's on my plan. He doesn't need unlimited data. My mom is on my plan. She doesn't need unlimited data. My office is on my plan. They don't need unlimited data. So it's like, that doesn't work out for me. But it's all, it always, like, people are like, uh, hold on, Mr. Borges. You know uh, there's like 12 managers looking at you. like, yeah, they don't understand the logistics of my account. But anyway, I, yeah, I put, I ported the number onto my account. So they're old so, landline. So it is mine. So it is now yours. It is mine. It so is I'm, I'm never getting rid of that number. So yes, we will bail you out. Okay, good. That's all I need. 
Yeah. That's all you, you never know. You have to have a contingency plan. Oye, oíste. <clears throat> the things of the week. No surprise here. Like, I just, I don't know how it came out. People are talking about it this week. Que Kim Kardashian rompió el vestido de Arruinó el, el pobre vestido de la, okay, de la Norma Jean. Okay, here's the one question that I had. Although Ripley's now is saying that it wasn't. That the dress was already had okay. some wear and tear. Right. Here's my question. Why does Ripley's own that dress? I mean, well, believe it or not, they bought it. <laughs> really? I had to. Sorry. Really? No, I, I thought to. it was I thought it was in Maryland's estate. <laughs> sorry. I, I honestly, I don't even know because her that, estate. Okay, the reason is... That seems like something from the Smithsonian, not Ripley's. Absolutely, that seems yeah. like something for the Smithsonian. Yeah. I just... Clearly, they bought it whenever it was at auction. But the reason I say that is because that's not the brand. That's not their brand, yeah. For Ripley's? I mean, if it would have been the bones of the Elephant Man, maybe. The bones of Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Fine. Maybe. Yeah. But not the dress. Like yeah, that doesn't seem on. You're right. That doesn't seem on brand for with, for with them. Ripley's. Yeah. So so that's why I I didn't know that, I didn't know dresses, they owned yeah. that dress. I thought that dress was owned by like an institution I, or something. I, that I thought added it was as, from a museum. Right. So when now the dress came around with with mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian, I was like, Ripley's is the one who owns that dress. Like, okay. Or you thought you told me that Barman and Bailey Brothers owns the dress. Like I. <laughs> Bueno, it's like that guy. Uh, what's this guy that, that owns the Weather Channel? Uh, Byron Douglas. Byron, uh, uh, Byron Allen. Byron Allen. Byron Allen. Byron Allen. He owns the Weather Channel. Who knew? You know that. And it's not hating on Kim Kardashian. And again, they were the ones who decided to yeah, they said give yes. her the dress. So right. They could have said no. Um, they could have said no. But I didn't realize <laughs> that she was the one who had requested to wear the dress. And like, I don't know. I was like, hmm. It's like, why would you think that? Yeah, what makes you deserving yeah, of that dress. Of that dress. Like, what makes you that level of icon? Right. Legend, you know. Yeah. It, it's it's presumptuous. I was like, at, eh. at best. Because I would understand if, like, they wanted her or somebody who's, like, very high profile to to wear the dress. Mm-hmm. Not that that dress needs any amount of <laughs> publicity. publicity. Yeah. Um, but then I read that she was the one who had requested it. Right. And whatever. Yeah, I, I don't. I just don't think they should. They should have said yes. They should have just said no. I mean, again, like you said, it's not like that dress is wanting for publicity. Yeah, and that's like. I mean, I don't know about textiles and fabric, but just by the naked eye, you can tell that's a very delicate garment. Yeah. You know, you don't ruin a Bob Mackie, damn it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I told you the other day. <laughs> like, is Bob Mackie a hundred? <laughs> I think Bob Mackie's immortal at this point because, like. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anything. I, I know that Bob Mackie does share stuff. But, uh, yes. But I didn't know that Bob Mackie had done that dress 60 years ago. So I'm he like, designed it. Yeah, how yeah. old is Bob Mackie? Like, Bob Mackie's only 83. Mira, I would have thought he was older. But he probably started working in fashion like at 19. You know what I mean? So he, that's why he's been around so long. And clearly when he was dressing Cher... Cher was like in her 20s and he was maybe in he her was, 30s. Right, but he was a contemporary, like, I guess. He was, yeah, yeah. I don't know because I... I I guess Cher is what made Bob Mackie a name, but I guess that since we're on the other, on the other side of it, right. we already knew Bob Mackie as, as a Bob, name. Right, right. So right, we right. assume that like in the late sixties and seventies when he was Cher already was, Bob Mackie. He was already Bob Mackie. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you're right. We're on the other side of, of his fame. Yeah. And here we are talking about Billy and Bob, Bob Mackie. Mackie. And, 
how many how many more B people can we talk about today? Billy Corbin. We brought up the being. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We know things can feel overwhelming from jobs to family to relationships, even finances. And despite the stigma from Hispanic families about airing our dirty laundry, we can all use someone to talk to during those moments of stress. Well, we're here to remind you that there's no shame in admitting that you need to speak with someone to work towards improving mental well-being. That's where BetterHelp comes in to, well, help. A customized online therapy provider, they offer therapy options on your time, whether it's via phone, video, text, or even live chat sessions with a therapist. BetterHelp's customized approach matches you with a therapist in under 48 hours, based on what you're experiencing to help you better understand yourself. And as a special offer for Pero Let Me Tell You listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash pero. It's already more affordable than in-person therapy, and now you can save on your first month. Everyone deserves to be happy, and BetterHelp has helped millions take their first step on that path. That's betterhelp.com slash pero. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast episode. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so earlier, um, you mentioned uh, Juneteenth. Yes. And so, you know, Juneteenth is on June 19th, for, for those who don't know. Um, and it commemorates, it's one of those weird weird ones because I, I don't want to use the word celebrate because it's kind of... I don't, no, commemorates I, is the perfect Commemorates word. is the right word for it. It, it commemorates the basically when the last outpost that had slavery, um, I want to say it was in Galveston, Texas, but I could be wrong. Um, was notified that slavery had ended. And so it was, you know, basically once slavery, excuse me, once slavery ended across, you know, the United States, uh, at you're, least, you're gonna, you're gonna at least officially. I am going to talk about the Walmart ice cream. So, you know, now it's a, it's a national holiday. It's been, you know, officially recognized as such, rightfully so. And, you know, as, as we've spoken here, a lot of times, you know, we've spoken about this actually with regard to pride. You know, when things become more recognized and more accepted and more part of, you know, the, the national lexicon and, and acceptance, there's a tendency to commercialize it for all the good and the bad that comes with it, right? And like we said, you know, with the case of Pride, you can make the argument it's too commercial and that's not what it was about and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, it's like, yes, but there's there's an intrinsic visibility and acceptance to to, right. to putting it out there, right? Now, with regard to Juneteenth, I will say, um, you know, I have seen on social media several, you know, several black black people, um, you know, kind of saying that that is their version of July 4th, mm-hmm. you know, that that's because that is when they receive their independence, right, as, as, a, as a community, as a, as a people. And what we've seen since then is, I guess, similar to, and this is going to sound borderline inappropriate, but go with me, kids. Similar to how we have, you know, like Kwanzaa decorations and, you know, paper plates for celebrations and things like that. They've started doing the same thing for Juneteenth. So there's, you know, you can go and get your Juneteenth paper plates and cups and for your barbecue or what have you. But Walmart decided they were going to take it a step further. Walmart which it's since been pulled, created a 
Celebration Edition Juneteenth Ice Cream. Yes. And the container is, you know, it's it's the 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 red, yellow, and green colors that tend to be associated with, you know, African related um, iconography. And it was a swirled red velvet and cheesecake flavored ice cream. And of course, it sounds incredible. But what makes that Juneteenth? Right. I mean, well, I guess we should be thankful that they didn't make it watermelon flavored. Because, I mean, that's pretty much, I wouldn't surprise me at all. But there's there's a line, right? Like, I, and I think, I almost think that pride is the perfect, you know, analogy to, to use here. Because if they were to release a pride ice cream, right? All the colors and different flavors. A rainbow sherbet, you know, right? In, in all honesty, Dippin' Dots already has that. Oh, but, okay, but, okay. So they're ahead of the curve. Right. But it's, you know, it's it, it's different, right? I think with, you know, an event or, or a, a date, you know, like Juneteenth, it's not about like, hey, let's make an ice cream flavor for it. Well, because I it think... It just seems... Well, it, it's not even tone deaf. It's just bizarre. Because I think that what you said is the perfect description of it. Juneteenth should be a commemoration and a remembrance. Like MLK. Right, not a celebration. Right. R- right? Now, if you wish to commemorate it by having a family get together and, and right all that, but but it's course. not it you know it was the end of quite possibly the darkest chapter right no it, quite uh, possibly uh, no of, Amer- america's of the, original sin. of uh, of the darkest chapter of our country something that we still struggle with today um and everything that came along with that with slavery um <clears throat> and it shouldn't be like, oh yeah, now it's a national holiday. Sacking lo, right. lo Juneteenth party. Uh, yes, Juneteenth party. Yeah, take out the Juneteenth now, tree. Now everything is Juneteenth. Right, you right, know, like, right. right. Uh, Put up the wreath. Whatever you know, color yeah. scheme. You know, we have Juneteenth cookies and Juneteenth. Right, right? like it, it's it's a commemoration and a remembrance, not like because again, yes, it is obviously it's a very positive thing right. that it's now a federal holiday, but it's commemorating the end of the worst thing that has happened to our country. Right. So you have to be you have to be very careful how you proceed with that from a and, business. And I think that as a corporation, right. I would follow. I wouldn't lead. Right. Because yes, even if you're in, 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 in the main interest interest is making money. This is only the second year that this was. Yeah, a, a oh, yeah, holiday. they were quick. So I think that you need to see how members of the African American community, the ones that should be spearheading this, right. right, to see where this goes, right. Then just immediately, like the 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 ink isn't dry yet on the right. proclamation last year that President Biden signed, yeah. and y'all were now we got making, ice cream. We got ice cream. We're making a whole right. line of, right. of things, right. right? You need to see how members of the community that this most affected, how they choose recognize to, it. to recognize it, mm-hmm. and within due time, go from there. And that's something that you have to follow, right? I think it's a very different situation from Pride because, as again, you said it very well. Pride is about Pride is the opposite. It's about you know, and uh, and we had and that, obviously we you know we, we got there through struggles. We, and, we had and, that and discussion but, a couple of weeks ago yeah. about over uh, com- commercialization, right. right? Which is a very very fair um, argument, but it's about visibility. It's about right. seeing that. For so long, you felt invisible in the closet, like you had to hide your true self. And now these huge 
conglomerates, these huge corporations are recognizing you. For even whatever reason. Even if it's to make money. Right. Right? But the fact that they recognize you as a potential consumer is still a step right. in the right direction. But that, that's a completely different <laughs> right. situation than this. Right. Right? So, yeah, I, I had read... I had... I actually had seen that several weeks ago, and I was like, oh. Yeah, it's just... And I think that the, just the packaging was so, like, stereotypical in, like, every, like, again, trope. That it was it almost like, be, oh, here's quote-unquote Mother Africa right, motif, like, you know? Like, you don't know, again, this is, like, a very new holiday. Long overdue, but a very new holiday. So you don't know yet what this is going to look like, mm-hmm. right? You know, because, like, this year, there's, a like, a, a lot of uh, different events going on this weekend with that. So you don't know yet how this is going to turn into how it's celebrated right? Right, right so as a corporation as i said you need to simmer it down yeah and follow yeah this to me and again i don't know this to be true or, or not but i'm gonna say from from my marketing you know background this seems to me a little bit that it could be something that you know we've always said which is You've got a room full of people who are not the target making decisions on how to reach a particular consumer base, be it, you know, a multicultural, you know, be it Hispanic, African American, Asian, and they're just kind of cool. We'll create this new flavor and we'll slap, you know, a logo on it. It's, you know, like I always say, it's like when you're buying, you know, multicultural media, guys, you can't just buy Univision and Telemundo and, and BET and be like, done. Like, it's, it's, you know, there's there's more to it and and this to me like, just doesn't many... it, it, it doesn't it, I could be wrong it could have been a room full of minorities who came up with this but I would I would feel very strongly that that was not the case that, that probably wasn't just based on my personal experiences in the 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 realm of marketing it probably wasn't um, but so they pulled it yeah it's been pulled i mean it, honestly i had i had this one on the docket for a while to talk about but i was waiting until we got into june so that i could you know bring it up uh during so, during a relevant speaking of uh, i mean that was rightfully canceled <laughs> yeah okay speaking of although again they should bring it back just as a flavor yeah <laughs> it's um good. speaking of another form of canceling so, um, listeners, maybe you heard about this, maybe you didn't, but Lizzo had a bad week. Lizzo. And you know... Say, say Liz- what happened to Lizzo. Lizzo is just a ball of positivity and light. I mean, let's be honest, right? Like, I don't think anybody's ever looked at Lizzo and been like, ay, que amarga. You know? Yeah. She's the anti-Lana Del Rey. <laughs> she should do the World Cup. She should do the I World Cup. Not. Yes, and she could play her little flute. Be- Sasha Fierce. <laughs> yes. Or, or maybe, I don't... Well, I know it's not... In the same country as it, but you know, maybe she could bring out that Vuvuzula thing the, that they had at the World Cup. That that, that uh, thing that people were playing, uh, like I don't know what you're talking. About. Uh, somebody out there who's listening knows exactly what I'm talking about, even though I'm explaining it horribly. Anyway, so uh, I don't know the name of the song right now, but girls, girls. Okay, so Lizzo has a song called Girls, and as usual, her song is about you know positivity and uplifting, and you know being just happy. But in the song, she uses the word spaz, um, you know, S-P-A-Z. And 
she got flack for it because I think it's been released as a single, which is probably why people. No, she got. No, fla- she but I'm got saying it's a, been. It, a, but it's a single now, right? It's yeah, her latest single. That's why. That's why people are. She got a monsoon tidal wave category five of, of hate. Of hate online, but it must be because it's a single because her album's been out for a while. I I don't know. Well, because apparently the word spaz is considered a how do I put this a derogatory term uh, for people who have. Like certain certain mental uh, challenges. I don't know. I, I'm I'm pulling blanks right now. I'm literally looking at you, and I'm like, I don't know. Where I'm people, going with this. I don't know if it's people that have like yeah, like different issues with body movement and body control. Like for instance, maybe someone with Tourette's. Let's say something right. something along those lines. It's it certainly it's so certainly associated with some type of impairment or disability. Right. Correct. And apparently, spaz is a slur. I guess, for, yes. for lack of a better way of putting it. I had never heard that before. I had never, I had no clue. Now, as we no have said clue. many times before, like when we talked about, you know, the the, the 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 charity that was giving, you know, the shoes to people who only have one one foot and, you know, things like that. We understand that there are certain blind spots we have because, you know, we don't experience it. You know, we're, we're not in a wheelchair. We don't have, you know, physical, um, you know, challenges and things like that. So... Obviously, we will not be. We're not the forefront of of that, right? But I had just never heard of it, and I feel like at I've this point in twenty twenty two, I feel like somebody would have brought it up. Yeah, I never heard of it either. Well, but here, look here. Here's the thing. <clears throat> it doesn't matter if we hadn't heard about it. I think that broadly. Most people don't know the connection to that. There's a lot of words that people right, just yeah. right. They don't know the connection. It's okay. If this moment that she uses this mm-hmm. is should be a teaching moment, right? That people that maybe are and she handled the, it perfectly. The people that are on the forefront right. of you know um, of uh, movements for people with disabilities mm-hmm. and and those type of issues, it should be a learning moment and and say, hey, you know, Lizzo. That word is offensive for these reasons. Right. Right. Because this really is a word or a term or a slang that most people and again, I I, I don't I, I don't know everything, right. but I, I take pride at that like I'm very I know a lot. You're and aware, I, and, I, and I'm and I try to be as aware as I can. Right. I had that had never been on my radar ever right. ever. You tell me like, hey, it's this and this and this and this and this, and this is why it's offensive to so many people, and it's ableist. I'll be like, okay, I get it. I get it. Like I, I told you this the other day, a word that I used to use, like many, many, mm-hmm. many people used to use until somebody told me, hey, this is what this means. Was the word gypped? Right. Right. When somebody's trying to like take money from you yeah, or yeah, like, like get like you to do a bad G or con you, right? Mm-hmm. You say. Oh God! I just got gypped. Yeah. I had never put any thought into it, the that origin. word, right? Not that that's an excuse, but right? I had never ever thought. And then one day somebody told me, "Hey, you know that can be derogatory because that gypped comes from gypsy, right?" And I said, "You know that is true. You know, do better. If right. you know better, my Angelou. If you know better, do better." So I've refrained from ever using that. Right? Mm-hmm. Because somebody told me, hey, this is what that means. They, they this, called it out the right way. This should be a learning right, moment. Right. right? Hey, this word, this term, 
for us, it's slang. I realize that a lot of people don't know this, right? Right. This is what this means. This is why it's offensive, mm. right? And yes, Lizzo handled it perfectly fine. Yeah, right. Because like most people, she's like, I... right. But the shitstorm that she got to like cancel Lizzo, Lizzo, and it's like, wow. Again, wow. again, as we've said many times. So you want us to learn, but you don't want us to learn. No, and you, you know want us to think, already. You know, know what I think is very telling in terms of the case of Lizzo is that Lizzo has built her fame and her image on positivity inclusivity inclusivity of right. being you know a big you know black girl who plays right. the flute who was in band and look at how and how sexy i am sexy and, and like yeah, all like, positivity right. and you know and all that and like i've told you a million times i don't care so much for lizzo's music but you can't deny the energy and right, like right that you just like look at her in awe like look she's at her the definition go. of good vibes only yeah like yeah. look at her go good for her right um so you're talking about somebody that like has been at the forefront of that, right. but nobody's perfect. Nobody's going to get it right 100%, and you're going to cancel that person? Again, we all have blind spots. Right. You know, which, for all I know, that might be a derogatory phrase now, too. It probably is. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It probably is. Um, but yeah, I just think that... I don't know. I don't know when or when this is going to stop or if it's ever going to stop. It's just... It's so destructive it's so annoying because then the problem is that for example this is a good example of that case of this you there's so many people that are in either the camp of canceling her or in the camp of like oh you can't say anything nowadays because everything gets canceled then you lose the real message here which is hey this is why this word can be offensive mm -hmm. to some people right take it as you right here's and your you, lesson you lose go. the opportunity of maybe learning right about the context of that word well, and what it means because you're essentially dándole la razón to the people who say you can't say anything anymore because the way that it's approached tends to be you're a horrible human being how could you never ever know everything in the world right well i'm sorry you know what we're all learning and right. you, the you you could live 100 years and not know everything when when i read this the other day when when i heard about this I actually, I forgot where I was. It, no, actually, it was Twitter. The, <laughs> the cesspool of humanity. Yes. And there was a lady who was, there was actually several parents who were saying, look, you know, as a kid with like 
a ADHD mm. and a kid that has this and this disorder. I had never heard of that, and I'm not offended if people use that around my kids. The and word people, spaz? Yes. Okay. And people were like, oh, that's not your decision to make. It's your children. And then the other, these were like several like parents, and they're right. like, you know, on behalf of my underage children, and right. being that I'm at the forefront, and I am the advocate for my son. Right. Yeah, for my son yeah, and daughter. I do speak for them. Yeah, I actually do speak for them. And I was like, you go, mom. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... And yet, the reality is, as we've said many times before, this is just a vocal minority. If you really if you really were to talk, you know, like to take it into the, the microcosm of the world's population. It's, you know, 1% of 1% of 1% who are just making a big stink about things in an unproductive way. You know, and 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 again, it, it, it's a it's a learning moment, not a castigating moment. Now, if you tell Lizzo this and she's apologetic as she has been, and you know, I'm gonna learn and I'm gonna change the lyrics, but then she writes, you know, twelve more songs with the same word. <laughs> well, at that point, okay, now we're talking about a different story. Yeah, you know, but that wouldn't be Lizzo anyway. No, that's not Lizzo. That would be I don't know, the Sex Pistols back in the day. Oh, I started watching the that Hulu. Uh, limited series about them. Yeah, what do you think? Well, I love Danny Boyle. Like, I think he's just a great filmmaker, and I love the fact that it looks like it's from the time. You know, it was filmed in that old. I, 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 I probably will watch that because I don't, I don't listen to the Sex Pistols music, but I, you know, like many people, I Sid Vicious and Sid Nancy. I, like, yeah. I find it. But I didn't know that like Chrissy Hind was part of that whole world, and so was Vivian Westwood, the designer. Yeah, she was dating one of them when she opened Chrissy her first Hine boutique. I could see. Right, but I didn't. I didn't know. Right, you know. Is it better than Pam and Tommy? Very different. <laughs> I loved Pam and Tommy. It was fun. It was hyper realistic. Um, you know, I think esta esta muchacha did an incredible job. You know, I, honestly, like man. They turned her into Pam Anderson. I haven't seen it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, I think it. It's very sympathetic, specifically towards her, um, in a way that I think, you know, we talked about this before. We're kind of in that quote unquote reckoning era now, mm-hmm. with you know, with with the Pam Anderson and the sex tape, Janet Jackson and Nipplegate, you know, Britney and everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, like we're in that time period now where with hindsight everybody's looking back and and saying oh we treated them badly yeah um we should have known it was happening at the time and and you know made a conscious effort not to do yes, those it things was all about the scandal but it was about the scandals and and it was at, I, also it was well especially with pam and tommy it was the you know the the beginnings of the internet yeah so the fact that you could have this that's like at I, your didn't, I, I didn't realize that the first thing that ever really went viral was uh monica Lewinsky. really yeah because monica Lewinsky that was in 98 america online aol and your netscape navigator and your internet explorer was in its infancy huh. and that was like the that's considered the first news story that went viral oh, okay that you know for what viral would have been at, at the that day, time. At okay. the time, okay. right? Okay. Because, yes, at that time, millions of people had internet access, but it wasn't like now that it's on your finger. It's literally yeah, 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 yeah. in your fingertips, like, yeah. you know, with, with the, your if phone. You, if you see something 10 minutes after it's posted, that's too late. Right. But but most people found out about it, or most people started reading on it online. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. 
And it's like one of the first recognized cases of cyberbullying. That I believe, yeah. 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 That was really messed up. You know, yeah. you know did that. Did you watch that? Uh... I did. I did because you know what? <clears throat> well, we're going to talk about Monica Lewinsky. But <laughs> let me tell you. I, I can really sit here and tell you that even then, I mean, we were very young. I, I felt bad for her. We were 20. I recognized that she was the victim. You know, and everybody... Like, I don't know I, that, if I recognized that, but I felt bad for no, her. No, I did. I did. I, re- I recognized because I when that happened, mm. we were like mm, mm, 18, 19, right? Was it? That, you, I thought we were younger. That happened... Well, that blew up in 1998. Okay. Right? Okay. We were yeah, like 18, yeah. 19. She was like 23. She was only a few years older than us. Yeah, we could have gone to school with her. Like, Yeah, man. she was only a few years older than us. And I remember thinking... Look, at that age, 23 is so much older, right? Right, but, but, yeah. but, 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 but yes, it is older. But, but, she, but I remember thinking, like, this girl is only a few years older than us. And, like, her life is being ruined for, like, one bad decision. Right, and and it was a bad decision, and not right, that who you know, make that not decisions. that at twenty three she shouldn't have any accountability for it. Right, right, right. right? But we but, all make bad decisions in life. But I mean, this was such a Nobody's her life was public. ruined because of this, and you know, people can say whatever they want that oh yes, but she got these opportunities out of it, and she worked with this company, and she got this endorsement and all that. Yes, but Monica Lewinsky till her dying day will be known as. Yeah. The girl who had the affair with who had the Clinton. affair with Clinton and the dress, which was then immortalized yeah. on a Beyonce song. This is true. <laughs> he Monica Lewinsky'd all over my dress, you know, all over right. my gown. Yeah, she's right? she's a she's basically a meme before memes were a thing, right? So and and imagine, you know, and and if of course, you know, with Me Too, the Me Too movement, you want to talk about that power dynamic, like. <laughs> Kind of uh, you know, unbalanced. The president of the United States and a 22, 23 year old intern. intern. Yeah. I mean, come on. Right. Right. And that, that at 22, 23, a bad decision, a bad situation defined her entire life. Right. Right. Can you imagine if globally, at, if at 22, 23, whatever stupid decisions you made or situations that you were, I don't, if not forced thrown into that you find yourself in. right that you be judged for the rest of your life on that again globally yeah because we're not talking about bueno she was judged on that decision for the rest of her life by her immediate circle and she and she will never be taken seriously no and she, and, can, she can't do anything yeah in her life and, i mean really and, like i remember being when that was happening thinking like this is wrong like this is wrong like th- this is wrong that people are like and she shitting, was a pawn. shitting on her, and you know, not on him, like to the extent that it should have been, because he was like, "Oh, did the president have an affair? Did he lie?" But you know, people were calling her a slut, you know, and all right, that, right. and it's like it, it was just totally unfair. Yeah, totally unfair. Yeah, she's considered the the first uh, like real case of cyberbullying, and how that all went down because she was that all really happened because of Linda Tripp that's what I'm saying she was used yeah she was basically a pawn at the end of the day so it's not just that she made a mistake is that then people exploited her mistake yeah and then that led to the impeachment of Bill Clinton and then oh my god all this drama and it's like oh yes you know and then Ryan Murphy 
Why? He's the one that did the impeachment series. Oh, on oh, FX. oh. I was like, wait, what? Was he? An then, in, was he an intern in the White House? Did yes, you know when yeah, this happened? Yes, like, he was. He was in contemporario of of Lewinsky. Yeah. <laughs> The many faces of Ryan Murphy. Yes. That, you know that that is one sit-down interview I would love to have. How is it that the man that does American Horror Story also did Glee? <laughs> and Nip Tuck. And Scream Queens. And, yeah, he's not. he's got a lot of diverse things going on. That would be an understatement. Mr. Mr. Murphy. That would be an understatement. So, anyway. Let me see what I got here. I don't know that I necessarily have anything else. I mean, it's it, it's been a light week for me anyway. <laughs> I took a walk the other day to get my hair cut. It was so hot. When I got back, I was so focal. Ole, ole, I feel like Jose was like, you need to drink some water. You know, what I you know what I where I haven't gone in a while? Where? To a really good Tacky Kings's. Okay, yeah, they don't do that. I know, but every now and then one will pop up. They, yeah, but they don't, it's not the same as when we were kids, you know? Like, because now King says are not the quote unquote tacky King says that we used to go to. Right. Well, I, I feel it had a resurgence with Sweet 16 on MTV. Right. But that was next level. Yeah, that was trying to out. Well, I was going to say that was trying to outdo each other. But then again, the King says. Work. Was all about outdoing each other yeah. to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear the Opaloka Opaloka flea market is closing? Yes, we we talked about that here. Did we? Yes. I can't remember anything. I think. I, I think we should sing the theme song. I literally, when I do these interviews, listeners, these episodes, listeners, I literally like get home, I edit it, and I push it out of my okay, head. Come one, two, three. Opalaca Hialeah is the lugar. Oh, you know what it's bad. precio se encontrarás. Opalaca tan tan Hialeah. I don't know it in Spanish. Opalaca Hialeah. That's like I don't know El Padre Nuestro in Spanish. In in Spanish or in English? In English, I mean. I don't know anything in English when it comes down to Catholicism. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Know why. <laughs> because what happened was when I was about eight or nine years old, but you, that, did, you did your entire Catholicism yes, in yes. Spanish. I got to that phase that a lot of people kids get to. That was like, oh, I don't want to speak Spanish. Spanish sucks. Right. Oh, I, I got a lot of español. And my mom's like, really? Baja tomar catecismo en español. Oy, on so top of I that. took all of my catechism, Hasta la confirmación. everything in Spanish, everything, everything. Wow. So, so I, yo no me sé nada de eso en inglés. I go to English mass and I'm like, I don't know what they're doing here. I just know <laughs> based on the movements, I can tell you that okay, this is what's going to. This happen. was the first reading, so yes. now so, I know this yes. is coming. So there's a first reading, so a second reading is coming, and then the gospel. So, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Oh, okay, now we kiss each oh, other. No, but the songs are okay, different peace, in Spanish. Bass, you know, <laughs> the songs in Spanish mass are different than Pero the songs in English mass. Oh, like complete. For real? Yeah, I don't know. Our, uh, it's our father, right? I want to say, Dang. oh, father. No, it's not Madonna's uh, album <laughs> right, song. Right. Yeah. No, I don't know nothing. Yeah, it's our father and and I hail Mary. Ave Maria. Right. I don't know none of it. You don't. Wow. None of it, and I don't know like. In the church, like the terms, you know, like if it, like peace be with you, nothing, nada, nada. I don't know anything. Hosanna in the highest, nothing. And then what happens that I don't really go to church this that is, much. I don't really go to wow. church that much. So most of the time when I go to church is for a wedding, si, and so usually, right? And usually because they're usually younger people. Y- 
younger people have the mass either bilingual or in Spanish to appease the parents. Right. Especially not so much now that it's like second generation, but, it, but, our generation. but especially like growing up. Yes. You know? Oh my God. Yeah. To appease the parents and the grandparents. Oh. So metían la misa en español. I would, right? God, let me tell you something. The amount of Spanish language weddings that I went to as a kid, because I was the, I was a ring boy for like a good two or three years. Me too. I was a professional ring boy. What? <laughs> Whenever I get casado, I go my little with a, the pillow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, me too. Me too, yeah. And I was really cute. I had that Joey Lawrence hair Aww. from the 80s. I did. Yeah. But it was yeah. still cute. But, um, yeah, no, totally lost. That's so funny that that's just something that, like, you have no clue. Like, how to confess in Spanish? In English? I'm like, I have no clue. How do you confess in Spanish? It's for, I know it's forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It has been X time. So it's perdóname, Padre. He pecado. Ha sido. See, no, the only the only thing I know in English is the act of contrition. Why did I know that? And that's because, because of Madonna. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Right, that's because exactly, it's a song. Right, right because oh my right. God, my heart is Father for having a fan. And I know it. I know it out of out of melody. Oh my God. My heart so, is sorry. If that's for your penance, offended thee. If the priest ever says that's your penance, yes. you have to sing it because I you can't say it. I confess all my sins. But other than that, because that was that's a song, wonderful. I don't know anything else. Pero bendito, like I know. I want to go to church with see, you. See, a couple of years ago, when my when my um, niece had her um, her communion. Mm -hmm. I seen Brendan. It was in English, and when they said "Our Father," I was like, <laughs> "Just say it in Spanish." Well, yeah, no, but but I was hard to follow along because they were oh, going really oh, quick. Okay, okay, so okay. So the okay, okay. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> that is wonderful. Oh, but do you know in Spanish? I. So I used to know it in Spanish. And then the thing is that I did all of my catechism, you know, CCD in English. If you say it, it rings a bell. Do you know what's going to blow your mind? Blow your mind what I'm about to tell you. What? I find it especially funny with my mother. <laughs> because my mom is my mom. My mom can pray and say a lot of things in Latin. <laughs> Latin. Yes, because in Cuba, that's right. Mass was in Latin. Latin. That's right. <laughs> and to hear my mom say that, I'm like, <laughs> maybe your mother can decipher the Dead Sea Scrolls. I'm like, they can't habla. You, oh, because my dad knew it. You know, that my that's dad's one thing. A scholar. Right, right. I've been like, okay, but my mother, <laughs> Malo. Am I saying anything untrue? No, no. I feel, well, I mean, I I feel love, the need to step up for your step I, up for I, You know, I love my mother, but you know, but. <laughs> Because in Cuba it was Latin. That's right. The masses were in Latin. They were in Latin. So I was like, really? <laughs> That's right. Actually, even here, at the, maybe the 50s, the masses Do you know what I Latin. love? I love, I love, I love. And this is so, you know, so my grandmother. My grandmother. Um, I love to hear my aunt's story about her communion. About your aunt's communion? Yeah, my aunt's communion. Okay. My aunt... So this is my mom's sister. Right, right, right. My aunt, um, and she says it with like angst still after all, you know, 60 years later. So my grandmother, of course, made them take a communion. As everybody But my heard. grandmother wasn't really practicing. So my grandmother didn't go to her communion. She didn't go to the communion? No. So wait, so why did she have my, them do the communion? Because you have una niña buena guana. Tiene que but your grandmother did the sacraments. as a, uh, I know my grandmother didn't. 
Oh, okay. Because remember, my grandmother right, was raised no, no, in an right, orphanage. Right, right, right. Right, and it wasn't a religious orphanage. Right. So she made my, you know, she made them do the it. Girls do it. Yeah, she, and, and my, my aunt is like, yo me puse el vestido, yo me peiné, yo fui a la, a la, a la iglesia, tomé la comunión, y después caminé para la casa sola. And I was like, and you didn't go to like a little brunch after? Get brunch, need brunch, I'm at See that I need to This was BC. This was before the, the, Castro. Yeah, this, this is true. But this was in Carlos Rojas. So, so it might as well have been Mesozoic. Yes. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> people. One time, one, one day, we should have like just a segment of our show of my parents, my parents and their Cuba experience. Because my parents, yeah. I, I don't know if like I've really ever mentioned it here. So my parents are from. La provincia de Matanzas, right. right? So when people ask, "Oh, where's your family from?" I'm like, Mata- I, I'm just Matanza. like Matanzas, right, right, right. right? But they're not from Matanzas, the city, because there's La Ciudad de Matanzas. It's so like, it's like you're not from Miami. It, you're no, from no, it's like, no, no, but it's like New York, New York, right? <laughs> right, right, right there's right. New York, the state, New York, right. the city, right? And the Matanzas, it's the same. Matanza, la, Matanza, la provincia, and then Matanza, the city. Okay. The city is a big city. No, no, no. My parents are from a little town called Carlos Roja, right? And I'll never forget, I love this moment, that some years ago, many years ago, you know, there was somebody that Ish was with who was from Cuba, like more recent. And one time we were talking about Cuba, because he was raised in Cuba. Right. And we were talking about Cuba, you know, sé And I very casually, as a matter of fact, I was like, no sé porque mi familia era Carlos Roja. Because I think that he was from Matanza, the province. Right, yes, yes. He was from, yeah. I think he was actually from Matanza, the city. The city, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, no sé porque, you know, my parents are from Carlos Roja. And he was like, wait, what? He's <laughs> like, your parents, or your family's from Carlos Roja? And I'm like... Yeah, he's like, Carlos Roja, pero ese es un potrero ahí al lado de una, t- de una, una calle. And I'm like, yep, that's pretty much sounds like... like sounds like all the stories I've yeah. heard. So it's funny because like when I hear of like... I love that you had like outside confirmation. Right, no, but, but I... You know what? It was kind of sort of when he said that. I'm like, oh, Carlos Roja really exists. Because you know... You know because when, maybe your parents just were telling stories. Right, right or like right. when... You hear somebody from the outside say something that right. only you and your circle say. It's like, oh, this really does it must exist. be true, right? Right? Um, you know, when you hear my parent like people's stories about Cuba, you know, they're like, ay, porque you know, even if el comunismo los part- le partió por la espalda, you know, right. los partió en dos. You know, they're like, ay, porque íbamos a discoteca, and, you know, el grupo se unía. Right. They had fun entre lo que se, en que lo que se right and whatever. Right. And my parents are like, no. <laughs> We didn't have that in Carlos Roja. We barely had electricity and running water. Listen, but what they had in Carlos Roja was Boney M. (laughs) I don't know how, but they had Boney M because your mother is a fan. So, yeah. And then I hear stories of, like, things that they did. Like, I'm like, they didn't have a car. They're like, no, because we went by horse. And I'm like, okay, I know things were hard. and (laughs) Not everybody had a car, but it was like the 70s. Right, we're what not talking you, the 1800s. Yes, what do you mean you went by horse? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I would literally... And Calorroa I, I, didn't have uh, any, like, policlinico, so they had to go to the next town over. I genuinely would love to have your parents on. I just don't know how he would trick them into doing yeah. it. Because your father would not necessarily be opposed. Your mother would, would not at all be open to it, right? But then also, it's not just having them on, it's 
pulling out like the gold. You yes. know what I mean? Pulling out those stories. It would have to be like, have to, like a very. It would have to be like a very long recording that is unedited. <laughs> right. So we'd have to talk to them for like five hours and then take that down to thirty minutes. Yeah. 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 No, I love. That's why I tell you. No, I, I'm not kidding around. The first club, and my parents got to this country when they were 33. Right. So, so they were really young. Right. No, wait. My mom was 31. Okay, so they were my young. Mom was 30, I mean, yeah. My mom was 31, and my dad was like 34. Um, so they were they were very young. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and the first club they ever went to was La Copacabana that used to be in front of of, oh, yeah. of uh, Versailles, because they're like in Cuba, in, in Calor Roja, una discoteca, eso no existe. Like. In Calor Roja, the only distraction they had was a panque. Había un panque, and that's it. <laughs> and then it's funny. And it's it's just hilarious. It's like these stories, you know, that I'm sure everybody, you know, right. has. But their stories, you know, <laughs> I love how I never really understood why my mom, my parents got married on one day. And, and like, my aunt right. got my aunt and my uncle got married the next day. Right. And for so like your parents got married on Saturday. Right. They got and married for, on Sunday. For those listeners that don't know, my mom's sister is married to my dad's brother. Yeah. So my mom has a sister. My dad has a brother, and they're married. <laughs> right. So and I never quite understood that because I'm like, okay, but wait, my parents got married first. They didn't go to their sister and brother's wedding. Right. Like that makes no <laughs> sense. Like why would you do that? And then you know what the reason for that is. What? Porque en Cuba se tenían que casar por el Palacio de los Novios, and those are the two spots they had open until the next year. Oh shit! So it was either te casas estos días o esperas hasta el año que viene. Wowzers! And that's why my mom and my aunt have like the same wedding dress because the Palacio de los Novios only had like three models. Like, they only had, like, three dresses, so you picked them. And I'm sure also it was based on what your size was. Right. Right. Because it wasn't even, like, they had multiple sizes of these dresses. And that's Roja. And th that, in a nutshell, is Because Roja. you know what? Like, for example, we, we you know, one of our very good friends, like, her parents, who are, I think they're a few years older than my parents, but mm -hmm. more or less the same age, they got married, you know, during the Castro era. Right, right, right. right? right. And you see a picture of her mom, uh, her mom at their wedding and she had like a big wedding gown and you know right, right, right. something that looks okay right and no not my parents <laughs> because my parents are from Calo Roja they didn't have paved roads they didn't it happens yeah also you know it would have hurt the horse over <laughs> the paved roads yeah the paved roads yeah, they didn't have paved roads yeah, yeah. but I, and I love that like where they're from the neighboring town, which mm -hmm. was, I think, it, had, it was much bigger, much much more cosmopolitan. It had like a thousand more people. Okay. Um, <laughs> Ooh, big it, city. When people are like, Jovellano, ay, ay, hay una factoría de pasta de diente. That's what everybody says. Ah, sí, porque en Jovellano hay una factoría de pasta de diente. Listen, even in the face of communism, you can never lose the war on plaque. But I love it. <laughs> like, I love it. I, I've told you this a million times. My parents, based on what they were, right. they were to grow up, where they grew up, I mean, they there's no reason why they would have read and been able to read and write. This is true, yeah. Based on your based on the stories, <laughs> but yet you know they did. My parents are not guajitos. My parents not. are and actually. You, oh yeah, you know what? Actually, that's true. For all things considered, my parents are. They've never been guajitos. They're very modern. They they should be right. They, they like have they, a, they have every reason to right, be right like, right 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 right. Uh, but no no they're not. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> not good. 
Menos mal. But one day, yeah, we should have like the Carlos Roja edition. <laughs> because I, I always like, I always say, you think your parents' stories about Cuba are interesting and odd? <laughs> you Wait have till no you're idea. mine. Oh, your your parent, it's like it's like some weird version of MTV's diary. Yeah. <laughs> you think you know Cuba? You have no idea. This is yeah. the diary. My, one of my favorite stories was because my mom always says, my mom says two things about Carlos Roja. Pueblo pequeño, infierno grande. But that's a saying that everybody okay. uses. But my mom has always said, Carlos Roja el culo del mundo. <laughs> the butthole of the earth. My favorite story about like my mom growing up in Carlos Roja mm -hmm. was, and this is when she was already married. So, so she, she was, was in her 20s. Right, she was a lady. Right. right? The neighbor that would come oh, yes. and knock on their window and be like, hoy es las ocho de la mañana, esta no son hora de estar durmiendo. And my mom's like, it's eight o'clock. <laughs> Was, was was this the same neighbor who questioned why she was no longer wearing black? Yes. After her father yes. passed away? Yes. 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 And you know what's great? No, actually, no, I can't say it because this is recorded. <laughs> oh, so you'll just have to wonder what it, what it was, that ladies neighbor, and gentlemen. That neighbor, her daughter is in my life, so I can't. Oh, okay, okay, got it, got it. So, <laughs> so, there's, we, we so, so we, we'll, we'll just we'll just move along to the last soda. <laughs> we'll move along we'll to the last soda. soda. Yes, yes, yes. Our right. soda goes to Carlos Roja. They need a lot of refreshment. <laughs> Clearly, they they're lacking in paved roads. Um, you know, there's potreros. <laughs> Un potrero. That's such a great word. That is a great word. That's your Cuban word of the day. Yes. Potrero. It just sounds like what it is. Un potrero. Potrero. Like like when you say, it's like an onomatopoeia. Almost. It might as well be. It's like buzz. It might as well be buzz or eek. <laughs> Wait, I never think of eek when I think of onomatopoeia. Well, yeah, it's spelled how it sounds. Yeah, so anyway. Okay, what's your soda? Uh, so I'm actually going to give a flat soda. Oh, yeah? Yes, I'm going to give a flat soda to <laughs> to Azalea Banks. Oh, really? Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. So last weekend was Winwood Pride, and we went because for some reason Jose wanted to go see Azalea Banks. Fine. Of course, Jose wants to see Azalea Of course, Azalea he wants to see Azalea Banks. Banks. Fine, we'll go see Azalea Banks. Whatever. So, according to the schedule, Azalea Banks was going to come out at midnight. No big deal. Whatever. You know how it is. The headliner says a time. Usually, it's about like, you know, 20 minutes late. Azalea. Azalea. Preparate. It's, you know, it's usually a little late. Whatever. No big deal, right? So, Las doce. Las doce y media. Was she pulling a Madonna? La una. Oh. La una y media. A las dos y quince, I told Jose, and I'm like, listen. Guess what? We've been here a while, because we, we came earlier. You know, we enjoyed we, we enjoyed all the other acts and festival activities or whatever. You know, she is not two and a half hours late famous. There are certain levels of fame, you know. Even when Madonna is two hours late, nine times out of ten it's because she's filming it. And so, you know, maybe there's a technical glitch. I don't know. All right? So, Jose was like, yeah, whatever. Let's just dip because, yeah, this, like, this is ridiculous. She finally went on stage at 3 a.m. What the? Mind you, the festival ended at 3 a.m. So, basically, she went on. According to, well, there's video online. She looked like she was out of it. I don't know if she was drunk, drugged, or what have you, but she looked like she was out of it. She basically did like three songs ahí malamente. And she left the stage because she said, she started saying that, you know, she 
she was she wasn't happy to be there. She wasn't enjoying herself, and she kind of went on. She started to go on a little tirade, and they cut her mic. Oh, really? And and then you know, but did she, you see it? No, no, we were home by then. But I was. No, but did you? Yes, yes, yes. It. I've subsequently seen it. Yeah, but she wasn't happy to be there because the crowd was like over it. Well, because she was. People were booing her at that point. Good. Well, well done. And she was saying how like no because it's the reason she's late is because it's the festival people and they you know they told her one time and then it's another and you know what that's bullshit because I doubt any festival will tell you that your time is three a.m. Right, not just that. If that was again, if that was something that like maybe Kylie Minogue had said, I'd be like you know what Kylie's pretty punctual. Azalea Banks is not known for being a professional. Yeah. You know, she like whenever people talk about Azalea Banks is never followed by, oh, she was such a joy to work with, you know, and such a pleasant human being, right? So, you know what, Azalea, as it is, you're not exactly even though you claim to be bisexual, I think, or whatever, you're transphobic. You're I don't even know why the hell they why, hired why her. Why is she transphobic? I, I actually She's don't made know. she's made anti-trans statements. She's, you know, she she it's funny because then they hire her to play at a pride fest. So, I have no idea what the hell was going on there. But I will say this in general, you know, the festival itself was great. It was the first time back after, you know, after COVID to that level. Everything was fantastic. But it, it was just sad that that first night, you know, the the topper was such a sour moment because of somebody who, quite frankly, keeps getting more chances left and right. And I don't know that she necessarily deserves it. So gasless soda you know, to Azalea Banks. I have mixed feelings about her because I, I like some of her music. I actually think music-wise, she's extremely talented. I just feel that she—I see her a lot, especially when she's been on the Breakfast Club on, um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the show the I radio love. Show. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's one of these people that there, there's things that I that she says that obviously I agree with, but I think she's one of these people that sometimes talks out of her ass because she knows she's going to get a lot of attention, right? Right. Free press. And yeah. and, and you know we you know. Being controversial for the sake of being controversial is bullshit. Right. Right? So, yeah, like, that that whole bullshit that she was late. I mean, if you were late and it was your fault, just don't say anything. Try to be, you, you just, you know what? If, if you go Apologize. There, if you go up there at 3 a.m., you know, she doesn't even have to have this, like, long, heartfelt apology. She'll just be like, hey, guys, so sorry to keep you waiting, but we're going to have a great time right. tonight. Acknowledge and it I, and move on. And I bet you that people will, like, be like, yeah, you right. know, whatever. That's it. That's it. Two right. seconds. Right. Two seconds. Right. Right. Um, but that whole, you know, tirade that you're explaining that she did, that's very on brand, on character with her. Right. And and she's very, I mean, her insurance to perform must be very high because she's very much <laughs> like a loose cannon. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, she is. She actually she is. lives here now, in Miami. She is, and it, it, look, it's it's very frustrating. I, I think I've said it. There was some years ago, actually, it was well, it was ten years ago that um, we went to see Madonna and. Sticky, that's, was it sticky that, and sweet? No, no, it was MDNA. Um, and well, I lived across the street, so well, I, Jose was at that. I, like I literally, that I literally had to cross the street to go see her, and so I didn't have to drive home. And of course, the ticket said eight o'clock, right? And eight o'clock rolled around, nine o'clock rolled around, ten o'clock rolled around, eleven o'clock rolled around, right. twelve o'clock rolled around. She didn't get on stage until like twelve thirty. Now, granted, she they did film the DVD that day, right? But she is notoriously known for being late. Right. But 
even though midnight is extremely late, yeah, una falta de respeto. Right. 3 a.m. is like other, like that's even another level. Yeah, that's another level. Yeah. Like, yeah, this time you know, come out on the Today Show in the morning, <laughs> have, a br- have a brunch. Yes. <laughs> like host a drag brunch. Mo- mornings point. with Azalea Man. Right. Azalea Bands, you know. Uh, well, that's, uh, I do not want to spend my morning. Um, she is not a morning person. I'm sure. So I know how upsetting that can be. But yeah, then to like be upset that people are booing you. Right. It's like, shut the fuck up. Right. So. Well, actually, I'm going to give my last soda. It's going to be a very general last soda to no one in specific. But I do want to give my last soda to our listeners who go uh, join us in trivia. Oh. oh, I thought about this last week. You know, for those of you who haven't joined us who are local, (laughs) you should. We, um, as you know, Pero Let Me Tell You has been hosting trivia at Bee Culture Brewery for... Probably like a year now, give or take. Right, a year consistently now. this year because this year we 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 were like every third Wednesday of the month we're like you know una fecha fija. Yes, but we were definitely doing it last year because I remember yeah. you know after my what happened in the summer that I missed a few of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah it, it kept you, going. Yeah, right. And we had yeah. already done several at That's that point, true. so we've been yeah. doing it for over a year. Um, you know, and it was one of those things, you know, as we always say, we're trying to make trivia happen in Miami. And at first we were like, oh my God, can we pull this off? Like, right. nobody's going to come to this. And and the first few trivias, like our friends and family It was our friends, came, yeah, yeah. And there was a bit of a turnout, but then they, you know, they obviously had their lives to live. <laughs> and then there was like a period there that it was like four people. And we're like, yeah. well, this, this went is kind of petering out, yeah. But then we kept going and people started coming and we have regulars now. Regulars. And we sometimes have a packed house. So, yeah. you know, thank you if, if you know to the, our listeners that go to trivia. Thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for making trivia happen. It's it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It, it, it I mean, a, it's us, but live and in person. Having questions. Right. Right. And you do win something. <laughs> and prizes. And there are prizes involved. I mean, what's better than us and prizes? I mean, it's like if Wheel of Fortune let Vanna, you know, not... Just touch the thing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Don't you think there's so much lying under Vanna White? Well, we've seen it on Playboy. Like, she did she put when she posed for Playboy? Was it completely nude? I don't remember. I mean, this was like in the 80s, and I asked you, like, if you would have seen it, you know, and <laughs> at the age old. of like, you know, yeah, seven. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I know she does yarn now. Yes, that's quite a that's quite a shift. Right. Yes. <laughs> like the, I mean, that really is the world's greatest job. She recently, Emma. Now, after this, I'm gonna find it on Paramount Plus. She did an episode of Drag Race. Oh yeah. Where they had so they told the drag queens that the category was you know Vanna White realness. Uh huh. But they didn't tell them that Vanna was going to be there. So Vanna White was literally standing on the side of the on the side of the stage, and when they would come out, she'd be like, "And here comes Raja or whatever." And you could see them all coming out and being extremely surprised that Vanna White is there. They're like they're on the runway. They look <laughs> to them they're, like, they're it's like Vanna White. It's Vanna White. Like, and you know, there's someone who, God bless her, she's had one job. Yeah. But you know, she's consistent. She's she's so. She even had to host recently because uh, Pat was out. Pat, Pat was out. So who was turning the letters? I don't know. Maybe she had a little earpiece and she was hosting from the board. Yeah, or there were digital. <laughs> She'll just point. Bing, bing, bing. I <laughs> wheel fortune. I'm so bad at it. But you're great at Jeopardy. Who, I'm uh, great at Jeopardy. I mean, sure. Uh, a Jeopardy all day, every day. Wheel fortune. I told you the a few years ago. It was a couple, and it was the answer was. 
uh, Will Jada Smith. Right. And I think that like the eye was missing. And I'm like, <laughs> I have no clue what it is. It could be it could be Martha and George Washington for all I know. Like I have and I remember thinking, like, I'm so bad at this. Like, why? I'm an intelligent person. I have multiple college degrees. Like why how how? How? Mm. And it's like, yeah. Like, we all have our things. We can't be good at everything. RSTLE. We can't be good at everything. I know that. RSTLE. Those are when you go to the final, the end, oh, the Wheel oh, of Fortune, oh, okay. they give you those, those letters, letters. RSTLE, and then you have to be like, S. There's so, if, if there's an S, I can probably figure it out. I don't know why S's help me. <laughs> what letters don't help you? Like a T? I a T. Oh, a K. A K, yeah. Is it silent? Is it not? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. An S is always an S. Yes. <coughs> okay, well, on that note, everybody, <laughs> we hope you listen, laugh, and learn. And as always, remember to grab your uh, pastelito, your croqueta, and your cafecito. And thank you so much for joining us. Happy Juneteenth. Happy Father's Day. Everybody have a great weekend. Yes, have a great weekend. Don't forget, Bye. Bean Pan Pollo, June 18th. Bye. Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.